Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to my podcast, All the Things I Wish I Could Say, with your host, Beyonce K. And I'm so happy to be back with you guys. I'm so happy to be healthy enough to record this because I know you probably can't even tell by the state of my voice or the energy in the way I'm talking, but I am sick. I am sick. (laughs) I am sick. I am shocked that I'm sick. I don't usually get sick. I'm on top of my health for the most part. I'm really big on keeping myself healthy because I hate being sick. But, you know, because I am sick, it equals a late upload. I was going to give myself a sick leave and be like, oh, since I'm sick, I don't have to post an episode. But, you know, the matter of the fact is I'm committed to the podcast and I also am a workaholic. And so... Even if you think I'm not working, I'm finding subtle ways to keep working despite my disability from being sick. And of course, yesterday I was like, even though I'm sick and I can't leave bed, I'm going to brainstorm my podcast. Today's drink of the day is Starbucks iced coffee. It tastes delicious. It's giving me the energy that I really desire. I'm going to give a few updates. But before I do, please let me know how you guys are doing. I hope you guys are doing well. We are finally in April, so that means that spring showers are a-coming. And if you know me, you know my most (laughs) disliked season is spring. And it is only because of the rain. Like, I love the flowers. I love the blooming. I love the transition. I love, you know, nature finally coming back out from hibernation. I adore it all. I look forward to it. But I hate the gloominess. You know, today it's a gloomy day, but thankfully I'm recording this at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, can we give myself a moment to realize the fact that I'm not recording this at night? Wow. Wow. And we're going to see if my energy and just my my display of what I'm saying is different compared to when I record at night. But um, yeah, it's just gloomy and I hate, I hate gloomy weather. I hate it. I love the sun. I love being warmed up by the sun or I love a snowstorm. I love the look of it or I love fall. Fall is just Halloween vibes. Like, but I don't like the rain unless I, because <laughs> growing up, my mom always made rainy days like super special for us in the way that she would make a huge bowl of homemade soup, like chicken soup, chicken foot soup. I'm Jamaican, so we eat chicken foot soup. And it's like this huge, super hot bowl. We'd watch like movies in the living room or in our bedroom, and it would just be pouring down rain. And it was just always the best vibes ever growing up having that. But now that I'm older, like when I see rain outside, I'm like, you are debilitating all of the outdoor tasks I can do today because I can drive now or I have like a way of finding transportation and I'm like, rain is just a setback and I care about my hair more now. So it's like, but you know what? I'm grateful that we have this weather. I'm grateful that we're here. So gratitude upon gratitude. Another update, I finished school. I've officially accomplished Well, uh, I finished school. I haven't yet graduated or solidified my GPA yet. That's still all in determination, but I have submitted all my assignments, finished all my exams. I'm done with the schooling process. I'm still waiting for my final grades to come in, but for the most part, I'm pretty sure I'm set and I'm really grateful. It was a hard journey. Fourth year, I did really well. This was probably my best year in school, but the issue was it was a lot of work. A lot of work. 
a lot of work. I have been practicing the art of letting go recently. I've been doing this a lot for the past couple months. I started in March and I feel like I've like solidified my kung fu with letting go of things because it used to be so hard for me to let go and now it's like a breath of fresh air to let go and you know what is meant for you will come to you and what is not meant for you will drift away and it's up to you to allow it to drift or to fight it and then eventually succumb to it drifting and acknowledge that certain things are meant to go away from you maybe temporarily or permanently but I feel like mastering that mindset has been such an accomplishment for me recently. I also just ended my retail job. I'm no longer working in retail. I saw this quote on Instagram and it said, you work in retail once and you never work in it again. And I think that is a true prophecy. I think that applies to food places and retail. It's just a stepping stone in everyone's career, I feel like. And unless you have no other options, you do choose to leave it. I think working in retail taught me oh my gosh, literally dozens of things, countless things that I am very grateful for. I'm grateful to be done with that chapter in my life. And I'm also grateful to have had that chapter in my life happen. I want to just maybe give a little update from my last episode, but I went to the gym again. I would be in the gym this week. Like I would have been going like two times this week with my boyfriend, but after getting sick, I there was no way I was going to the gym. I cannot physically go which really sucks, but it is what it is. But for the most part, you know, my gym anxiety has shrinked tremendously. Let's get into this week's episode. This episode is the one where we take a deep breath. I think in April, it is the month of uncertainty. And I mean good uncertainty. I desire change, you know, I'm hungry for change, and change is consistent, and what is meant for you will find you. I think in April, is like that middle ground of like school ending, and you have prom and graduation, or you have ended of term exams, or, you know, it's done with school back to going back to work, and you have a different schedule, and Everything is always changing in April. It's the transition right before summer and it can be really stressful and scary and uncertain, but it's definitely the ending of a new chapter and the beginning of another. Sometimes when we think of chapters ending, we think of it meaning that opportunities and doors are closing, but really it's just another window opening. In the month of April, it is so important to take a huge deep breath because if I've learned anything this month so far, it's that things are unraveling in preparation for the months ahead especially this month i felt like i spent january february and march kind of thinking i knew what was going to happen they definitely did not happen the way that i thought it was going to and that didn't shake me up a little bit but it definitely showed me that i had to be prepared for whatever was going to happen next stress is the root cause of all sorrow I think it's inevitable to stress. Everyone knows that. Stress is just a natural thing. You stress when you care about things. You stress when you want things to end up a certain way. Stress is not necessarily healthy, but it's necessary. And I think that when we dwell on stress and when we engage in stress too much, it results in sorrow. 
we can all be stressed about so many things finances careers schooling our future so many things we can just ponder over all the time and you know the more and more we reach us about it we usually just get more stressed it's human nature but i think that taking a deep breath within all of that stress is what allows you to prevent sorrow from happening acknowledging that you're stressed but also actively moving towards a solution is what prevents you from continuing to be stressed a lot of the time we don't like to trust the process you know we're impatient we don't like to wait until the results actually happen we want to see the results instantly but the fact of the matter is if you don't put in hard work and by the way hard work takes time it takes a lot of time then you are never going to see the results that you truly desire you're never going to feel that fulfillment that you actually want and seek and for me it took me a long time to actually quote unquote trust the process of life i think a lot of people kind of get annoyed at me whenever i'm like everything happens for a reason like be zen (laughs) because it took me like literally years to have that mentality but i think when you finally see it that way you're like you're right like everything does happen for a reason it doesn't make sense in the moment it never does like i'm telling you it will never make sense in the moment but the moment that you finally see that ending through you're like holy shit that was meant to happen like it's so crazy and I could easily sit here and complain and be super upset about so many things that are going on in my life that are not going the way that I want them to. I could easily do that for countless hours. It's not going to get me anywhere. And I recently kind of adapted this new mentality of crying where it's like I allow myself to cry about like a situation that I am upset about for like 10 minutes and then I'm done because I saw this quote and I'm telling you this quote, it changed my life. And I saw this quote a month ago and I don't want to reveal it now because it's actually the quote of the day, but I want to give a little bit of a synopsis on it. And it's basically the fact that why would I dwell on something and pour my whole energy into being upset about it if I can actively combat that by finding a solution for my issue that I'm crying about? like i understand it's important like trust me as a woman who cries a lot i know it is important to cry and express and feel and really 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 absorb the situation that you're in but i've come to this point in my life where i am just tired of crying because a lot of my life i've spent being sorry for myself and that was usually just me dwelling on past situations and so I spent so much time crying about a situation but why don't I pour that time that I'm spending crying and being upset into actively finding a solution so you know what I'm actually going to reveal the quote of the day right now because I'm just talking about it so much the quote of the day is by Jim Ron he says focus on the solution not the problem I love this quote I saw it I saw these simple words in a video and it literally changed my mindset. Educating yourself, discovering new ways of life, discovering new terminology and new mindsets with other people, they are just, they're so fulfilling. And I find so much fulfillment in learning more and in education. And you always think you know everything. Well, you don't think that, but like you think you know as much as you possibly could. And then you just learn more things and you're like, 
damn, like I did not know that mindset was possible. And then you just grow upon your already good mindset. Like it's just, it's amazing watching yourself evolve into that. And so this month, or I'd want to say by the middle of March, I stopped being sorry for myself. And, you know, I understand I don't get the best hand at life. Shitty things happen to me. Shitty things happen to everyone. You know, I feel like a lot of the time we get the worst luck. We get this one life and then we get handed these horrible life situations. And we're like, literally, how is this fair? I get one fucking life and then I'm handed bad cards. How is that fair? And then we dwell. And you are able to dwell because a lot of situations are worse than others. You're able to dwell. And again, I'm not talking about, you know, if you have a terminal illness or if you lost a child, you know, those are different situations. I'm again talking about my situation. I don't want to just standardize everything and be like, you shouldn't dwell on anything. Like that's grief is different. There are different categories to this. What I'm saying is in my situation, it isn't to the lengths of that. You know, I'm able to be like, dry my tears, focus on the solution compared to other cases where things are more extreme and more detrimental and things aren't as easy to replace or to replenish. And people, they're bound to dwell, dwell for a long time because those things are just irreversible tragedies. And so again, it depends on your situation. And so I'm not necessarily saying this stands for everyone because everyone is different. Everyone's life is different. I am trying to see if I can maybe relate to you guys in a way that maybe you have the same hand of cards. You know, you're privileged. I'm privileged, you know, but it's odd that these random, weird, bad things have happened in my life and they have either made me depressed or been reasons why I've developed eating disorders you know I've met bad people along the way who have literally changed my life for the worst probably permanently although I've recovered from a lot of the things that they've done they will always be with me they would have always happened to me and so you know I'm lucky enough to be like even though those things happened I can recover from them so again there are some things that happen to people where they can't recover from them and that's okay that's okay everyone's different So I'm not saying compare your situation and, you know, feel less validated because yours isn't quote unquote as worse as someone else's. What I'm saying is evaluate your situation and base your healing and your mindset and your way of living to what pertains for you best, you know? And for me, that's definitely kind of like dry up your tears and work on a solution and stop being sorry for yourself because things could be worse right now and they're not. So work harder. And I know that sounds tough and it sounds really mean to say to yourself because I am definitely the advocate that's like, stay in bed if you don't feel well. Eat that ice cream if it makes you feel better. You know, I am I am that nice person to yourself as well. Hear me out. In my life, there's so much that I want to accomplish. And I think that being hard on myself sometimes is what I need. And again, it's what works best for you. And I've seen tremendous improvement in myself when I'm more stern on myself in certain ways. And for me at this time in my life, especially in April, it's time for grind. And I know that if I'm hard on myself now, I'm going to be thankful in the future. So yeah, everything happens for a reason. And sometimes if we don't see it, 
happening instantly, we start to believe that it's not meant for us. I feel like change is instant, but progression is super slow. And I don't know if you could, I, I don't know if you can understand what I'm saying, but I feel like when like, for example, like my store closing down, like that was just like a boom, it just happened. I couldn't dwell on it. I couldn't debate if I wanted it to happen. I never got to choose that to happen. It just happened. And then like finding a new job or coming to terms with it was such a slow process. And I feel like sometimes when our process is super slow, we gain this mentality that it's not meant for us. And we think that if things don't happen or play out in our cards when we want them to, then it's not meant for us. And I feel like sometimes you notice when things are meant for you and you'll get that feeling, you'll get that sense. But I feel like a lot of the time we just are impatient. Humans are impatient beings. We don't want to wait for things to happen. Why can't they happen now? But in reality, what is meant to be will come and everything happens for a reason. I have recently learned that hurdles make you so much stronger and smarter than you are right now. I used to think, oh my god, every bad thing happens to me. I'm such a fucking piece of shit. Like, I have the worst life ever. I used to think that a lot. I used to think that all these bad things happened to me because I was a really bad person. And my boyfriend, I'm not sure if he said this in a joking way, but he said this one thing to me literally like a week ago. Oh yeah, when I got sick, I was like, bad things happen to me because I'm a horrible person. Like, it's just bad karma. And he was like, bad things don't happen to you because of karma. They happen to you to make you stronger. And I don't know if he was joking, but I think he was onto something. And when he said that, it made me feel better. And even if I'm being self-absorbed and, you know, what if in some universe it is karma, you know, whatever, I'll take the karma, whatever. I'm not a perfect human being, but it made me feel better about myself. And again, that may be selfish, <laughs> but it made me feel better in the sense that I wasn't blaming myself for something happening to me, you know, because things don't happen to me, they happen for me. And him saying that reminded me of that quote. So thank you, boyfriend. That was a very nice thing to say. And I don't know if he was joking. I've got to ask him. He'll probably tell me after he listens to this. But whether it was a joke or not, it was very, very impactful. And it meant a lot to me. And it stuck with me. So thank you. Like, I think a lot of people may think I'm crazy with this mantra that, like, everything happens for a reason. Nothing happens before it's time. But I feel like it's just, like, this mindset that's been, like, embedded in me where I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. Even bad things even bad things i have you know gone through grief gone through not understanding why people have passed away i'm like there's no simple reason to this like there's no logical reason why this happened it doesn't make sense and you know what even though i'm super confident in my mindset there's little parts of me that still have doubt where i'm like those cases don't make sense still. I don't get why it had to happen. The thing is, you know, depending if you're religious, I put all my faith in God. And I don't want to get too religious on you because this is not a religious podcast. But again, it is my podcast and I am very religious. So I'm going to put my two cents in when it comes to religion because it is a part of me, my everyday life. But for me, I put all my faith in God. You know, I 
truly trust that he makes everything happen for a reason and I know he wouldn't make any mistakes I know that through him everything happens for the better good that the reason for it is so much bigger than we could ever 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 realize and we may never realize until you know the day when that day comes you know but I think through trusting him I have found peace in realizing that everything happens for a reason even if I don't understand it right now even if it takes me 40 years to understand it but I think when sometimes when someone passes away it in a very morbid dark way it teaches you to appreciate life more I don't want to talk about it too much because again I am not a professor on this and I do not understand the world of grief and I never grieve well I have never grieved well I don't like grieving I'm not good at it I don't know if there is a way to be good at it but I don't handle it well that's for sure and so I don't know I don't think there is a way to go about that but I think that when you learn to trust life if you believe in God or not, just trust the universe and the fact that everything happens for a reason. You're here for a reason. You're here for a bigger purpose. Take a breath. Take a moment to realize that. I think that's when you'll change your life. And you'll be more calm, less stressed, less overwhelmed. Mindset over everything. Changing your mindset will change your life. You know, the way that you look at things, the way that you, that you view things will impact you tremendously. They alter your reality. They alter the way that you interpret things. So I feel like if you learn to understand the situation that you're in and to understand the cards that you've been given, I feel like you're able to accept what actually is happening to you rather than to react to what's actually happening to you. And something with breathing and your breath that I've learned about is to learn to respond and not to react I think with certain people in my life, I have mastered just responding. Like, there's no reaction at all. But with people that are super important to me, like, literally two people, like, obviously, there's more than two people, but, like, with just certain two people in my life, I tend to react. I'm like, there's no way this can be. Like, my world is falling apart. Because those people mean so much to me that I never want anything to be wrong. And then when it is wrong, I'm like, react. Because I think that raising my voice or reacting is going to give more of a is going to transmit this vibe that like things should go this way because I'm always fighting for like the best solution for the both of us right so I'm like if I respond in a very like loud and objective way then they're going to listen to me that's not true no one listens to reaction you know people listen to when you're actually responding to what they're saying and not reacting to what they're saying or you don't listen to someone just to have a rebuttal for them you know you're listening because you want to respond to them in a meaningful way you want to actually respond to what they're saying and i'd like for you guys to actually just sit back take a moment and to think about a time when you were with a person that either meant a lot to you or just a distant person in your life and you were in a situation when you just reacted it was just instant like I'm going to just push out all these words, push out all these movements because I'm just so in the moment right now. I'm not even going to think about what I'm saying. Just say it. All impulse. And how you felt after you did that. Did you feel fulfilled? In my case, all the time, I did not feel fulfilled. I felt shitty. I felt bad. I felt sour. I felt down. I felt 
really ugly on the inside. I didn't feel good. And if you felt anything like me, then I want you to practice the art of learning to respond and not to react. Because it all comes to play with learning how to breathe properly. Learning to take a minute and calm down, you know? And I feel like when we react on situations, and again, I have not mastered this. You know what? I'm going to make a deal with, the, with, with me and you. With me and you guys, okay? In the month of April to the end of May, we are going to master becoming more zen in our conversations. We are going to learn how to respond and not react. And for me, I have trouble with reacting and not just responding to someone. So I'm going to master the art of responding and not reacting. That should be a book. Is that a book? That should really be a book because I would love to read that. So I want to give you guys some tips and I'm going to give you guys six ways that I have helped myself de-stress and learn how to breathe more softly. The first tip is breathing exercises. So my boyfriend actually taught me this new exercise and it has helped me tremendously. When I'm about to react, instead of responding, when I am really anxious, when I feel very uncertain about something, I tend to kind of lash in my reaction. But this new technique that he told me and has helped me work through has actually helped me. And you may look crazy in the moment doing it, but it will help you. And it will make you feel more in control of your emotions, which is obviously our number one priority and goal. The trick of the matter is to think of the number four, first off. What you're going to do is inhale for four seconds. Stop count to four in your head, hold your breath, then release your breath in four seconds. Through those 12 seconds, you're going to clear your brain. You're going to get rid of the fog and the uncertainty. You're going to be able to see more clear. If those 12 seconds aren't enough, double it, 24 seconds. Do that same exercise twice. What I find more helpful is doing it two times and then doing it once after I've resolved the issue. It makes me feel calm, at peace. It makes me feel very secure in what I'm talking about. And it makes me know that what I'm saying isn't out of a reaction. It's because I'm truly responding to something. Or through those 12, 24 seconds, I'll realize what I was going to get upset about was not worth getting upset about. I realized that my energy shouldn't be poured into those moments. And instead, I should hold back and refrain. It's a great time to really reflect on what your brain is going through in that moment. So we're going to do the exercise together. So first we're going to inhale four seconds, hold it four seconds, release four seconds. Let's go. And usually I close my eyes during this because it makes me feel even more relaxed. So we're going to, we're going to inhale for four seconds, hold our breath for four seconds, and then exhale for four seconds. Let's do it together. Let's close our eyes. We got this. Okay. Get excited. Three, two, one, go. It is such a calming therapy. Like, it's so calming. Such a calming ritual. I love it. Thank you, boyfriend. So amazing. The next tip is the hand trick. So, maybe you've seen this over the internet, 
but basically you take your thumb and you tap it with each finger on your hand and you kind of go back and forth like you go backwards and frontwards you just kind of do it over and over again but it helps relieve the stress that you may have and it allows you to focus all your energy on the hand movement instead of what's going on in your head and it just helps me a lot and it's just a fun little tidbit that I've learned and that I love. Another thing I do is if I'm super anxious about something or uncertain or feeling kind of low like I don't really have much to turn to I will usually list things that I have in my possession that I have around me that I have with me that I'm certain of and I'll also list things that I'm very grateful for it helps me realize that there's just more than what is actually happening in the moment and that right now I'm just a prisoner of the moment you know I'm just kind of insinuating that the situation is all that I have but this list will help me to realize that there is more to what's just going on right now and that I have more than what's actually going on right now. Because I'm religious, another tip that I have is prayer. It helps me calm down. It helps me realize what I have. It helps me establish a connection with a higher power. Again, it's just if you are religious. If you're not, then you can meditate because another tip is meditation. I have found so much peace and tranquility and certainty in meditation. And if that also applies to you, then look at us. We're bonding here. Like, I love that for us. But I have found so much peace and joy in waking up and meditating, meditating in stressful situations, meditating when I'm uncertain, meditating when I'm stressed out, meditating before bed, and of course, meditating in my spare time to enrich my mind. When you meditate, it's like feeding your brain. You're nurturing what keeps you going. You know, you're nurturing the house of where all your thoughts operate. All your brightest and darkest thoughts. The next tip is just trust the process. What I usually do is I will just kind of like say things over and over again. Like, I will do well. I'm going to do phenomenal. Beyonce will receive a phenomenal grade. And then like saying those positive affirmations actually help me believe and it kind of tricks my mind into being like, oh, everything is okay. And then I just feel amazing after. And then I also just don't dwell on the past or what I can't control. And I think that just goes hand in hand with this week's quote, which is, you know, focus on the solution, not the situation. And this one is super important to me because I used to dwell on like the moment that I was in. I used to dwell on what I couldn't change, what I literally could not change, what I had no control over. But the moment I stopped doing that and I was like, literally, I can't control this, make the best out of the situation and figure out a solution, my whole mindset changed and it was completely different. Now that we've gone through all the tips, I just have a few more words for you guys. And I just want to remind you that you've made it so far. You have overcome so many hurdles and one bad day does not determine your whole personality or your whole ability or your whole future we have bad moments and we can easily say that that bad moment may describe our whole personality but that's not the case for example i forgot to apply to something when there was a deadline and if anyone who really knows me knows I'm like an obsessive planner I love planning everything I literally use three planners on the daily I 
I find such a fulfilling joy in planning. And so I am a huge planner. I love planning. I love it. I forgot to apply to this very life altering important thing. I was a day late and I could blame it on a lot of things, being overworked, not really thinking things through, not taking a moment to breathe. But the fact of the matter is I forgot. That's all that matters. I don't need an excuse. I forgot. It's what it is. And I could spend all that time dwelling on it. I could spend all that time now creating that one moment in my life out of my 21 years as my new personality trait that I'm not an organized person, that I'm not a good planner because of one bad moment. That makes no sense. One bad thing, even though the one bad thing was this huge, really bad thing to actually forget, it does not determine how I am as a person. It doesn't determine how good of a planner I am. It doesn't determine if I'm organized or not, because I know for a fact I am organized. I know for a fact that I'm a great planner. One bad moment does not determine the rest of your life, and it definitely doesn't determine how you are as a person. You are more than that one bad moment, okay? If you ever felt that way, I'm so sorry. Guilt sucks and we beat ourselves up over the tiniest things and in the grand scheme of things, it does not matter in 10 years or five years. And as I'd love to say, a famous quote once said, if it won't matter in five years, don't spend more than five minutes being upset about it, which is why I've applied that to my crying regimen <laughs> or my crying schedule. In my life right now, there are a lot of reasons why I need to focus on breathing. You know, I'm technically jobless because my retail job just closed down. Um, I just finished school, so there's that uncertainty of what happens next. You know, I'm finally in my 20s and I finally have achieved my undergrad. I finally have a degree. What are you going to do with it? I finally, I'm so excited to be in that time in my life, but like, even though it's so scary and so uncertain and so just stressful, I, I, I'm finally there. I am so happy. I'm so proud of myself. You know, I'm in the time where I'm keeping up with friendships and I feel like keeping up with friendships, it's so important in the winter because everyone's inside. Things are more closed off. You got to like, make sure that you don't lose friendships by not being in contact with them. But then in the summer, everyone's free it's hot outside everyone's outside and you're like oh my god i really have to keep up with this now like now i gotta actually put the work in so it can be stressful because we're human beings and if you're like me you're not extroverted and you're also kind of a homebody and you like being at home and so you know you find comfort in being alone or being with that one person who you love being with like for me my boyfriend or like my friends like hunter or jolene like i just love being like alone with them and like i don't need to go to like a huge establishment or do this grand thing with them like i just love being in their presence and that's it but i feel like with this warm weather we sometimes feel like we have to live up to like the part of doing a lot in the summer and i want to do a whole episode devoted to that because there is such a bad stigma with quote-unquote living up to the part of the summer activity like it's just it's crazy and even though I know that my life is going through a stressful time and that so many things are changing and that so many things are evolving into more than they were before. Um, and even though things are uncertain and I'm going through a lot of life changes, I'm really excited and 
I am proud of myself because, you know, I know that I'm hardworking and I'm proud of you guys for continuing to fight and to take a moment and breathe. And I feel like when you learn to breathe, you also learn to enjoy the moment, graduating and finding a new job, starting a new job, ending a new job, finding new friends, keeping up with friendships, the stress of it all. It can get really overwhelming. And sometimes we forget to breathe and enjoy the moment that we're in because we are never going to be in this moment again. And I'm really grateful for being in this moment. And I'm really, really, really strong on trusting the process because everything happens for a reason. And it took me years, literally a decade, to finally understand that and finally have this mindset. And I'm very proud of it. I will always flex it because it is such, it is like, nothing is perfect, but it's like the perfect mindset. (laughs) If one thing had to be perfect, it's that mindset. And you know, things may change in the future and times get tough and blah, 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 blah. Life is life. Nothing goes the way that it's planned. Literally always know that if you're planning something, life is going to go the opposite way. Just let you know, just let you know. For example, this was my last week at work and I planned out this week extensively. I was like, I'm going to work 24 hours this week. I'm going to go hard, hard, hard at work. I got sick. I got sick right before my shifts were supposed to be. And I was so pissed at myself. Not for long, but like for a minute. I was like, literally, what the fuck? I was like, I had one job and I couldn't even do that. And I was mad because I was like, I really wanted this to happen. You know, it's not like I can just plan for next week. My store is literally going to be gone. Like, I, I can't. And then I was like, everything happens for a reason. This happened for a reason. I'm not neglecting my tasks. I truly wanted it to go a certain way and it didn't. Out of my control. I can't do anything about it. Take care of what is happening right now. And I did. And I feel much, much better. I obviously could have like stuck it through and gone to work and like probably like suffered immensely, but I didn't. I allowed myself to go through what was actually happening and to stop averting what is meant to happen. And I'm better because of it, because I took a moment to breathe. And even though I hate not being productive, I hate not doing a bunch of work, I hate wasting hours in the day, I learned that it is time to accept that breaks are inevitable and that you cannot do everything all the time. With that being said, I hope you guys are taking it slow. I know that with the stress of the new year, you can probably be putting yourself up to a lot more than you're used to. You know, setting these super high standards, which I'm very proud of you for doing, but it can be a lot and you get tired. And so... I really hope that you guys are taking a moment to take a breath. I think April is the perfect month for that. It's right before, you know, summer school starts, at least for universities. It starts in May. So it's right before summer school. It's right before grad, right before prom. Take a moment to breathe. Obviously, don't stop all that you're doing, but slow down. Focus on your mind. Focus on meditating. Focus on controlling your emotions, mastering your emotions this month. April is a beautiful month. It is a month of new beginnings and refreshments and 
the month of just blossoming because you know spring showers bring you april flowers duh um i hope you guys have a beautiful marvelous blessed month and thank you so much for listening to me ramble on (laughs) i had so much fun helping you guys hopefully master your breath and obviously this wasn't like a guided meditation but you know i love the mindful or the mind uh the mindful uh episodes on netflix those are my favorite things to watch you know it's not good to like use your screen before bed but if i do use my screen i love watching the like how to go to sleep mindful one or if i'm doing homework i love having it on the background it's just so educational and you learn so much and you change your mindset so and always feed your brain more knowledge and i wish you guys the best and i'm very proud of you guys and keep working hard and um keep focusing on your breath and learning to do what works best for you and with that being said i'm gonna go i hope you guys have an amazing rest of your april i will see you guys probably on the last week of april if not beginning of march and i can't wait so have a beautiful rest of your march rest of your april i will see you guys probably in the beginning of may if not the very last week of april but i just want to say hope you guys have an amazing april thank you for supporting me make sure to check out my instagram for the podcast and comment one thing you did to control your breath and to conquer your stress this month and i am so proud of you guys i love you all thank you so much for supporting me and following me along on this journey and i will see you guys in the next episode Have a blessed, blessed month. Bye, guys.